<laughs> serious. We're hey, we're serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is serious. Uh, we thought this would be funny. It's serious. Get serious. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. We talk about murders. There is, yeah, there's disembowelment ahead. Yeah, and we're sorry. And we're really sorry, but and it's all horrendous. if you're interested in that kind of thing, 1800s grisly murders and social climate, this is the episode for you. If you don't like that, oh my God, stay away. Valid, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's episode three. And we're somewhere different. And we're somewhere different for the visual. For people who see the visuals, if not, it doesn't matter. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, otherwise it's a normal episode. If it's a, if you like a visual feast, then welcome. Welcome. To this feast. And for uh, audio, new microphone. Can you tell? You've bloody better because we spend money on that. Yeah, very true. Okay, there's something, there's a, there's a new little two, treat for everybody. Two new things for audio and for visual. Yeah. We, we don't pick favourites. No, very true. So welcome... <laughs> To hindsight, hindsight detectives have we ever said the name i don't think we have i really don't think we have okay welcome to hindsight detectives that's who we are welcome to hindsight detectives asmr and a new asmr podcast <laughs> not really we're not whispering the whole time no we're not whispering the whole time we're back to our usual tricks yes yeah, we're back it's definitely not the next year. We've recorded all of this a week apart every time. Yeah. It's not been two months. It hasn't been two months since we last sat down and recorded an episode. Um, we are back to being... Uh, I, once again, will be the dumb constable this yes. week. Yes, I'm lead detective where I like to be in power. If you are only just joining us now and you haven't listened to previous episodes... Get with it. Get with it. Go and do that. But... There's only Headlines two other ones. Are, yeah, exactly. What are you thinking? What are you doing? What, how precious is your time? <laughs> You've got two extra hours to yeah, find out. You can do that. Go we, for a run. Do we, something. We'll tell you anyway. Um, so yeah, we've got the lead detective, dumb constable. We tell you what's happened already and tell you what we think will happen, even though we know what's already happened because it's happened already. It's already <laughs> happened. We are trying to find... <laughs> The perp. Who did this? Well put, Meg. We, who did this? But, as we've said before, while kind of also not trying to play a blame game. Oh, we're yeah. not trying to blame people. We don't want anyone to come for us. But... We love to blame. We love to blame our detective Not real characters. blames. No, yeah, not us not. really in life now. It's our characters. Our characters They're not real love kind to of. blame. They're not real kind of and they will blame you. They will. Watch out for them because... They'll come for you and they will blame you. We'll know who to blame later anyway. So we'll try and find a perp mm. to, well, in this instance today, we kind of know who the perp is. Well, we, all know- we don't ah! know. But we will be looking to find what the potential red flags were, how a potential disaster could not necessarily have been stopped, but just the things that when we look back with hindsight, that which is a wonderful thing. help. That didn't help and that point 
towards a direction of things being a certain That was way. distracting. Sorry, Doug, you just totally threw us off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. So I have a preface here. Well, first off, we're doing Jack the Ripper. Yeah. We're not doing Jack the Ripper. He's dead. <laughs> we don't even know who he we is. We don't even know who he is. Um, one of the first things, Holly, that yeah. we bonded on over ever in our friendship, other than the game Pharaoh. Oh which, my God, that's so true. Which is what ignited this whole thing. That's OG, our friendship. Many, many moons many ago. Many moons ago. But it was true crime. Yeah, it was true crime. I remember when you came over to our flat when we had the pizzas. Jules and I were so nervous. We were pacing. We were like, they're almost here. We were also like, <laughs> we're going round. We've, we've got new friends. Come on. Come it was on. like Look friends, alive. New friend friends. dating. We were like, they're almost here. We were, we were standing in the kitchen like, what are we going to do? Because <laughs> we had a friend crush. I was trying to explain to Doug about a friend crush earlier. That when you like, you guys were my friend crush. I was like, I it was really, mutual. really love Meg and Jules. And I don't, I know I want them to be my friends. And I don't know how, how do I get it? them to be my friends. And then Meg and I did specifically have quite a few bonding moments. We did. Once playing Cranium. Oh, Cranium. Yeah. Good times. That was good times. Because we were kind of the only ones who really didn't know what was going on. <laughs> And that's because we were fully sober. Yeah, we were totally sober. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, uh, yeah, true crime was another big thing that we bonded big over. Thing. And we've kind of not really delved into true crime on Hindsight Detectives we yet. We have not. It's more been disaster-focused slash big publicity stunt Dictators. Focused. Yeah, and Ugandan <laughs> dictators-focused. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's better than for us to talk about true crime on episode three? Here we are. Nothing's better. Um, so we are going back 124 years from Coney. So we have to get back, oh, in, the shit, back in the time machine. Oh, wait, though, before we get in the time machine, oh, you need to tell me something. Oh, okay. Because we, so another thing we like to do on the show is before we get into our famous time machine, no, we won't share the technology with you. <laughs> Not even to kill Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's for us. To go back we in time and fuck around we with. We don't share. We don't share that. Um, we, before, we, before we go back, we... Um, talk about weekly red flags. We want to talk about a weekly red flag. We, we usually have a little chat, the two of us, as our normal selves before... Yes, we're not in character. No. This is who we, we actually are. Yeah. At wildly different from who we are in a minute, you'll see. Oh, they're crazy characters coming out. <laughs> Super geeky. So I got sort of like two red flags, but they happen very quickly in, in succession of one another. First off, my brother just just watched Apocalypto. For the people who have seen it, you know why it's he's so excited about it. It's Mayans. It's beheading. It's temples. I don't know. So he was going on about it so much. I was like, okay, Jules and I, last night, wasn't it? We're going to watch Apocalypto. I haven't even heard of Apocalypto. Well, we're going to watch it because we didn't watch it yesterday, did we? No, no, no. Julian went, oh, no, let's watch Boiling Point. Which I also haven't heard of, guys. Have you not? Well, did you tell me to watch it? Is it the chef thing? It is a chef. No, no, no. It's not. No. It's Uh, not the chef thing you told me. pressure cooker. 
which is fantastic. So the whole time you were talking about it earlier, I totally thought that you were talking about the chef no. thing that you said was really good. That so is I was really like, good. why is Jules upset about this? No, it pressure, sounded good. Pressure, pressure cooker is fantastic. Highly recommend to everyone involved, like everyone in life. It is Master Chef Big Brother. I know. What well, they're there all the time. They and- live together, and they're snakes. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is exactly what. That's what I've always wanted to happen to Drag Race. I want to wipe my brain and rewatch it. It's so oh good. Oh my god! Okay, I'm really excited about that. I watched it with Caitlin. Um, Cue it up. Cue so it up, yes, Doug. not that. Boiling Point is a film, a one shot film, of a chef who's just lost his five stars. He's now down to three, and it's like a one take of the evening. Oh, he's like Gusto from, um, it from is, uh, Ratatouille. You're thinking it's fun, though. It's not no, fucking it's fun. Not. It's stressful. I got heartburn. And Julian, uh, we finished the film. You it were ends, at it ends. Point. It doesn't give you any relief. It ends horribly. And we're like, fuck oh, no. our lives. And Julian goes, oh, I, I wanted to watch it because I wanted to feel good about cooking and, and nice things. Oh, I knew the film was horrible, like intense, because all of my coworkers were telling me to watch it. So, like, it's real, which it is. So, you, but you knew. I knew it was going to be intense. I in thought Julian. A restaurant that that real was not going to be a good a good time. Yeah. So I, oh god, whatever. It's fine. We've seen it. It's a good film. But don't watch it if you want good vibes, good cooking vibes. Is it, you're not is gonna it gonna them. give me the Pinocchios or <laughs> is it not gonna be as bad? It's as that? it's the stress version of Pinocchio. Okay, it's the stress. It's gonna give me because Pinocchio, the new Guillermo del Toro, I think, directed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited about watching it with the puppets. Puppets? Yeah, they are puppets. It's stop motion puppets. Stop motion puppets. That I was so so excited to watch, <laughs> and uh, that was a really sad time for me, and I couldn't stop crying for hours and hours. And it was fair enough. Uh, also, my birthday, and you didn't even finish it. No, I didn't even <laughs> finish it, so I don't even know whether it got bad or it gets worse. Yeah, yeah. It kind of because that bit like made me assumed. like I went with the, my boy. I was like, oh. my boy, and then <laughs> the end. The end. Jules and I were hysterically crying and then laughing and rapidly switching between them because we the, didn't know which Pinocchio one hysteria. which is stronger how sad we are or how funny it is how sad we are um both one we took the bins out do you remember and i was just like crying uncontrollably oh, guys fantastic film i was already crying uncontrollably when he nearly got taken by the circus people i know it gets so worse i think i was probably it's probably not not the one for me so yeah so red flag julian not knowing about a film before wanting to watch it or is it the red flag that you knew what was coming and still watched it anyway i thought you knew i thought you knew <laughs> i was like i was like <laughs> i thought he knew what we were doing so We've watched Boiling Point. We're both stressed, heartburn. We've been taking ZMA every night, which is um, what is like a magnesium. It helps with recovery. So if you've done exercise, you take two of those ZMA pills and it helps with recovery. Okay. And uh, it helps you sleep and it gives me fun dreams. So I was like, cool, I've, Boiling Point stressed me out. I'll take a ZMA. Water bottle, this one. Mm-hmm. and for the listener uh the size of two heads two heads probably two small heads my water are you taking a taking a picture for the instagram doug the size of two small heads (laughs) sorry that's the whole kind of point of the the pod it's kooky (laughs) it's kooky it's funny so i i 
had to put the pill, it's quite a big pill, in my mouth. And there's only a, like a, a couple, like a big mouthful of water left in this bottle. So I was proud of myself already for drinking that much yeah, water. Yeah, very, very good. Has that got the amount in a day you should drink? Ish, I don't know. It, cha- it, cha- it changes. It changes. But so I, I, I have to tip it all the way up. And um, pre-mention of what's been going on in our daily lives, our room is infested with ladybirds. Infested. Oh, you guys. I no, didn't no. even know it was ladybird season. It shouldn't be. No. They're all asleep in the corners. January they're as all, of recording. They're all sleeping in the corners of our room. So I take a big old swig. Full of ladybirds. Ladybirds. In my mouth. Meg! <gasps> so I start like, I spit it all back in the bottle and I'm screaming. Do you know straight away there's ladybirds? I know. Ladybirds. I knew as soon as that thing Was touched, it dark? It was, well, it was relatively dark, but you can't it see. just taking the pill, so it was... So I had a pill already in there, and then something else was in there, and I was like, I could have swallowed it. Live, uh, live. Dead. No, just dead. She was making these pig, like, This is the exact Oh, my God, squeals. I wanted to die. It was I want the... to die hearing about it. Oh, God, reliving it. Worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. I want to kill all ladybirds. I hope they all die. I don't think there's anything good about them. Worst, worst, I can't think worst. of how they contribute. They don't. Oh my god! Yeah, in my water, and they've been kamikazing into our candles, like killing themselves. <gasps> they fly against the, the walls, hell? hit the wall, fall down. I hate them. Okay. They're in our bed, but the the the, the, the fucked up. The last straw was the fucking. Was That's it? wild. That is. My dad once had a bit of a similar experience where he went. Um, I think this is true. A lot of stories that my dad told me I later then grew up and was like... Not true. Not true. Um, but um, he once told me that he ate some soup or it was like like something out of a tin or whatever because he was on like a mountain climbing thing. Okay. And so it was like dark. Everyone was in their tents. They just like were either eating something cold or had like heated something up on some like on a campfire or whatever and were just like quickly okay. eating something. Daddy long legs. Daddy long legs is, is in... Soup. The soup. Yeah. Not ideal. Oh, and they're just spindles. Just spindles. But they haven't got that ladybird crunch. Oh, yeah. It was like a, it was like another pill. I was like, I did think swallow did it. Did you crunch, Meg? No, I spat it all. I literally went, Oh, <laughs> straight mate. Back into How the many bottom. are in there? One. Pretty sure okay, just one. Okay, but still. One, one no. too many. One, one too, too many, many for my liking. One too many ladybirds to be having up in your mouth. Honestly, worst. And oh Julian kept telling me to calm down. I was like, I can't fucking calm down. I've got ladybirds. And I don't want to freak us all out here, but are some ladybirds poisonous? The black ones apparently are poisonous. poisonous. And we have black ones in the, in, in our room. Because one was on me. It was on me. Because I, I had just gotten out of the bath. I was moisturising. And one kept flying onto my arm. Oh, my black God. Black one, poison one. How do they poison, do you think? I don't know. Do they actually poison? Probably not. Maybe they don't. Well, we'll, we'll, t- no. we'll put it in the show notes. If they poison. If they poison. Okay, <laughs> your red flag. My red flag is nothing now. <laughs> My red flag, to be honest, before the episode, I was like, I can't think of anything spooky You were rapidly to me. changing through. I was rapidly yeah. changing through. And the only ones I could think of were ones that I was like, mm, can't really mention. Maybe we'll start a Patreon and that's where we can do the Our ones that we can do the really saucy gossipy. ones. Um, People can't know really that yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we can do the really like juicy tea. On, I think so. On there, but um, I um, think probably my uh, one that 
I was going to bring up was the two-year-old boy oh. in Mensa. It, well, I was right, call him an idiot. He's not an idiot. We're an, an idiot. idiot. Yeah, it made me feel like an idiot. I, I suppose it's not really a red flag, but kind of, we were like, if that boy grows up, it all depends on his emotional intelligence. It does. I mean, hats off to him. I'm not slagging him off, but kind of. We read that there's this boy who is two years old, I think, two or three. Four. And, oh, four. I pre- and, um, I'm pretty sure he's four, only because he was on the news. I heard the number No, he, I think you're right. I think he was two when he could read. Yes, yes, So he yes, could read yes. when he was two. He is now four. And, like, his parents, like, one day he just turned around and was like, Mummy, I can count in Mandarin. And he has is just a super she smart She totally kid. didn't withhold food and make him do that. Force him. He, she did not tell him to do that. Circus Or boy. make him do that for her own... Potential. Limelight, no. I don't Potential. believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But he... he He's just a smart kid, he, guys. He could just be a smart kid. Maybe something's afoot. But the kid has just been... Allowed into Mensa. I think yeah. no kids have been allowed into Mensa before. They don't like kids there. They don't like kids in Mensa. Kids are dumb. <laughs> kids are dumb. And people from Men- Mensons famously only like being around their own kind. Yeah. But this kid is so smart, he's allowed into Mensa. And he was, um, we were basically saying, if they, if he has emotional intelligence, this kid could, this could be a great, this could, could be a green solve, flag. solve all world issues. Yeah, he could be the person who's going to solve climate change and right the world and yeah stop war stop war kill putin help all the downtrodden people top assassin be the best no pressure yeah no pressure on this kid this kid already has pressure extra pressure on this kid next chapter because on the (laughs) potential next if he ends up without a very much emotional intelligence and and kids start being mean to him and he doesn't know how to take that then this is a very smart little kid who is make now going to have lots of hurt in his heart. Yeah. Is he going to use the smarts to make weapons? Probably. Anyway, he's four. <laughs> we'll he's find four. out. He can speak, he can count to 100 in seven languages. Jesus Christ. I know. It was him going, un, deux, trois. <laughs> in his little, like, Muppet voice. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. That's it for me. That's all I can do. Cease. Bloody hell. We've got a two-year-old niece. Nev, Nev, Nev. She can kind of read, though. She can, it depends what you mean by read. She can sign language. She knows what is going to happen next in the book because I she's read it before. in life. She knows what's going to happen before it happens. It's pretty spooky, actually. She can see the future. <laughs> anyway, this boy is not my red flag. I understand he's just a small boy. But the potential of that much intelligence in a small child freaked us out a little bit i don't like smart kids i prefer them dumb keep them dumb i say <laughs> i don't want a kid making me th- feel dumb <laughs> i'm more smarter than those kids <laughs> okay That's red flags of the week done done dump it that bit's done <laughs> it's, it's trash everyone just it's skip trash. it it's fine this isn't even a plonk cast no, we're no, sober. We're sober. That's this not is, real beer. No, this is a 0% Heineken for, for the visual yeah. consumers of this media. I mean, um, placebo. Possibly. Could be placebo. Okay. Okay, we're... Are we ready to get in the time machine? Getting in the time machine. Unfortunately, because we're here, we don't hear the motorbikes. Unfortunately. Yeah, true. 
It's charging. Yeah, there's motorcycles. <laughs> oh, there's motorcycles. Okay. Um, so I didn't do the the maths from this year. So we're just gonna have to add another ten years. Thirty four hundred and thirty five. I'm pretty sure. Years back. Back. Okay. Because from where we are this year or from where we were last From episode? where we are this year. From where we are this year. Oh, do you know what? Don't even quote Let's me on that. Let's not even go there on where we were last the, episode. I tried to do um, special maths stuff to, to get that number and I'm not sure it's right. Okay. I'm It'll looking at fine. it now and it doesn't look right. We're going back to <laughs> 1887. 87. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to just stru- j- jump straight in with the first red flag. And I've said social climate. Ooh. But I realise I'm just going to have to give you this first and then I'm going to start asking the constables some okay. questions. But so. social climate, I could have a little guess. Okay, this is it. the perfect time for me to do the first constable's voice yes, again. Yes, here we okay. go. Character's so coming he's out. back. He's back. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Welcome back. It's me again, lead detective. I'm back on the case and I'm very excited to prove myself. And see if I can make you really proud this time. Well, I sound we'll like Michael Caine. You do okay. sound like baby Michael Caine. Baby Michael Caine. Okay. So, I personally believe the social climate of the era uh, to be that of lots of Victorian workhouses. Oh, yeah. Little, loads of Victorians. Loads of Victorians. <laughs> little chimney sweep boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Just don't look anyone in the eyes. Keep going. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know, there's got to be some beautiful dames wandering around. You can check out their ankles every so often. Well, if they're People sluts. With, with their, <laughs> obviously, if they're sluts, whores. People with those lacy umbrellas. Oh, yeah. Um, par- parasols. Parasols. Uh, and little boy shoe shiners. Oh, yeah. Who you used to be when I found Who you. Are, yeah. <laughs> You were just a lowly shoeshine when I, I found was you. I a little shoeshiner boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay, well, are you, you good? Set, you've set the scene. <laughs> okay. I, I don't need to say anything scene. else. Cobbled streets. Cobbled I'm, streets. This is definitely not the character from... I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who he is. But I like him. <laughs> okay, so before all the murdering happens, I'm going to set... I'm going to get you all in the mindset of where we're at. London was so chaotic. It was one of the largest cities in the world at that point. If you think about it, like London, England was the hub for everything. Mm. And we have immigration levels were off the fucking charts. And the city was so overpopulated. Mm -hmm. Living conditions for anyone under the poverty line was fucking horrible. I will go into details as to just how horrible. So, leading up to the murders, there have been a lot of civil unrest. Okay. Many protests have been taking place more than usual. Uh, so, on the 13th of November, 1887, 10,000 of the working class congregated in Trafalgar Square. They were just like, be nice. Like, give Stop us, give us, us rights, please. Give us um, a weekend here and there. And also to protest the treatment of Irish immigrants. No way. Which, there was a similar protest in Londonderry called Bloody Sunday. So this is <gasps> Bloody is Sunday. Which is where a bunch of people were shot? Yes, killed. Killed. A lot of people were killed. Okay. So this is also called Bloody Sunday, but it's not as bad. Okay. It's like 
kind of bloody Sunday. <laughs> no, it's That's actually, it's bloody bad. Sunday. Um, Eleanor Marx was there, Karl Marx's daughter. No way. She was in, t- in attendance. She was one of the leading members of the labour movement at the time. Didn't fucking know that. Didn't know he had a daughter. No. Of course he did. Of course he did. Because he, he would. <laughs> <laughs> so there was massive fear within those in power. So what they did was they unleashed about 2,000 policemen, including uh, army men, to back up. To go fuck them up, basically. It was a fucking bloodbath. <sighs> so they were, like, smacking them with their truncheons. There were horses. And uh, no one died, which okay, is so remarkable. Okay, so it's not, quite like, not like Bloody Sunday then, no. when a lot of people died. A lot of people died. died. I was um, reading about this the other day because I yeah. was in Dairy Girls for the first time and I wanted to know more about Irish history. I love Dairy Girls. It's one so of my favourite things. So, good. so, over 400 people were arrested, 75 were injured. So, people were treated like scum and degenerates. They were, honestly, no rights. A lot of the people working class below treated like scum. And I genuinely think it drove a lot of the violence that people were seeing okay. because they were treated so badly. They were like, fine. Like we're gonna fuck shit up, I guess. People are people will be hurting other people. That's what's happening at the moment. Yeah, you're being pushed down, so you want to push someone else down. Mm. So and maybe if the police are so preoccupied with um, protests that are going on, with public image, with yeah, like yeah, civil yeah. unrest, with stuff like that, then kind of more like back alley crimes. Are, going on are going to have time stopped. to happen and, there, and there's not going to be so much in the way of like policing of that. Exactly. Potentially, like one person committing a murder or something exactly. might be less, might be able to slip into the darkness more easily. Yeah. And our, like old Jackie boy like Saucy Jack. He loved the darkness. Yeah, he did. The band. Oh, they, he really Especially did. their Christmas Don't song. let the bells end. He, <laughs> yeah, he loved that one. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry Red. to the darkness for associating them with Jack the Ripper. No, they're the best part of Jack the Ripper. Um, <laughs> red flag number two, overcrowding. So I've kind of gone into you some... Yeah, okay, so lots of Irish immigrants. Yeah, loads. Like, many. It was... I can give you some numbers. Go on. I'm going to give you some numbers. I hope I wrote them down. I did. So, we're in 1888 now. Skip forward. Back in the time scene. So we are now focusing purely on Whitechapel, the parish of Whitechapel. Okay. When we're not worrying about anything else in London. It was so overcrowded. There had been a massive influx of immigrants. So the number of people living there swelled to over 80,000 people Jeez, just in Whitechapel, Whitechapel, which is insane. Oh, which I wrote, which is insane. Which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially when they built the railroad... They actually knocked down a bunch of neighbourhoods to do it and then didn't rebuild any houses. So they just made a bunch of people homeless and were like, <gasps> what? Crazy. <laughs> you get a train, but you don't have a house. Oh, my God. I know, it's fucked up. So, and then they hiked up the, the rent for the city. So if they f- want to find another house, they can't afford it. Oh, my God. Bad, bad moves. Bad, bad moves. Move. I don't know who did that. Government. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay put. Yeah, you're writing this down because. <laughs> so there were, yeah. So apparently there were around eight thousand five hundred people homeless that were staying in around two hundred and thirty three common houses. Mm-hmm. So there's eight 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 and a half thousand common houses. Two hundred and thirty three like, common houses, like big 
um, I don't know, like big, like big council warehouses of some sort. Well, oh my god! Right, so, um, how do they fit them all in there? Because if you think eight thousand two hundred houses, how does that work? So, you might have heard some of these things. Four penny coffin beds. Have you heard of that? No. You pay four pennies and you get to sleep in a coffin. Salvation Army started that. With the lid on? No, you get a tarpaulin. So, privacy. Oh, my So, God. four pennies every night you'd get food and you'd get coffin your coffin to sleep in. And that'd be on the floor. Jesus. Wooden coffin. Or, for two pennies, you can do a two penny hangover. Can you guess what that is? Just the morning. No, it's worse. You're given a rope to lean on. You cannot lie down. You're leaning <laughs> on that rope. That's how you sleep. That's awful. Okay. If that exists anywhere in the world now, I do apologise. And I think that's where the term hangover response. comes from. Really? Because you feel you're hungover. a fucking shit time. <laughs> yeah, because you're having a fucking shit time. Which that they were. Meg, what? And then... The best one, oh, actually, the best part of the, oh, the, the two penny hangover in the morning, they'll just cut that fucking rope and they're like, go, get, get, fuck off. Oh my God. So that's why it was a rope. Because I just need to, <laughs> I need to imagine this for a second. So it's like stretched out, you lean on it, and then that's how you get your rest. You're not allowed to lie down. Fucking hell, like a hammock, but it's just bit a bit like a hammock, but it's a rope. And then. And it's just in your... Like, you could just sort of see if you can line up your spine with it. You, and you probably spend the whole night just trying to be comfortable and it'll never happen. Just trying to line up your spine. Jesus. So then the final option would be a penny sit-up. Okay, this is only a penny. This so is only it was penny. two for the rope. For the rope. <laughs> you can sit in a corner. Basically, yeah. You can sit in a warm room. But you can't sleep, and if you sleep, they'll wake you up. Why would they do that? Why is it their business? Because you've only paid a penny, scum. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. So this is the conditions these people were okay, having to live in. Times. You're homeless, but if you wanted to sleep, you got a coffin for four pennies. Yeah. You've got the a coffin rope sounds for sick two, right now, but it's four pennies. Oh, sir, should we see if we can get a coffin for tonight? We'll share a coffin. We'll share a coffin. <laughs> Oh, my God. I know. So that, it was so overcrowded. There was no space. The space that people did have, rent was so expensive. And then if, say, you know, you're a poor woman who's just been kicked out of your house because you're traumatised from childbirth, Mm -hmm. you have no other option is to try and get enough money to stay in one of these for one night. Either coffin or rope. And how are you going to make that money? Sex work. Yeah. So that's I'm kind yeah, of setting the scene for what these for what these poor women were going through. Honest to God, I, I'm gonna get annoyed in a bit, but you'll be with me on it. Okay. So far, the perp is the man. Yeah, it's a man. The man, capital T, capital M. Like in School of Rock. Yeah. The man. The man. <laughs> so red flag number three. Probably more than one murderer? Question mark exclamation mark. Oh. So. What do you know of Jack the Ripper? Okay, I know he terrorised women, sex okay. workers, in Whitechapel. Yeah. 
in a pretty horrendous way. Oh, you did some I think these fucked up some shit. Some pretty fucked up murders. People had were disemboweled. People had bits of them cut off. It was someone it was, had both. Oh God, some had both. And what I would say to everyone: don't look up the pictures. Yeah, I Just do remember do when Meg was doing some research for this and Looked walked around pictures. like a Victorian ghost child for two days afterwards. Yeah, I saw one of the pictures. You see someone's leg bone. And it's in black and white, but it still feels very real. Yeah, not ideal. So that's <gasps> all right. I know. Not ideal. So that's all I really know. Um, I mean, it's one of those classic things as well, where I feel like I don't know any of the names of the victims. You're about I to. I mean, I suppose Jack the Ripper himself, we don't really know his name, but he he gets all the kind of press and... I don't think there is probably a huge amount known. I'm thinking also because they're sex workers, that classic situation, is there much motivation for police to investigate their murders and do the police really care who they are? There you go. That's all I really know about Jack the Ripper. Well, that's pretty much what I want to talk about later. Okay. And get very wound up about. Okay. I know it was the 1800s, but still, people are people. Treat them all the same. Yeah, come Fuck on. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we can still get angry if it happened in the so, um, Yeah, Jack the Ripper, first off, he probably wasn't called Jack the Ripper. He had many different names. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people were calling him Leather Apron before the Jack the Ripper thing came out. Because essentially he was a butcher. He was butchering these women. So did. do we think he was probably a butcher... Because of his skills? He could have been a butcher, he could have been a surgeon, he could have been an artist, he literally could have been anything. He could have been a man who practised and then got good and he's got absolutely no medical expertise whatsoever. Like, the coroners gave him way too much credit, in my opinion, because, yeah, he did some, like, cool cuts, but, like, he was um, stabbing the liver a lot. Just laughing. (laughs) Cool cuts. (laughs) I don't know why I said cool cuts. They said he made no... I know um, what you mean, though. He did some stuff that seemed intricate or whatever, but did like he, he knew what he was doing, or did the police just do a shit job of looking for him? So he ended up getting good at it, exactly. experimenting more. How many people did he kill in the end? Well, you got the canonical five, but there are many other murders that people link to him. Okay. So uh, what I'll say about what I've written here. So murder wasn't um, common at that time. It wasn't very. Didn't really happen very much. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously people were being murdered, but it wasn't to this degree. It wasn't this violent. Um, but as it started happening, people were getting inspired, like copycat killers. This is kind of what happens, isn't it? Because I was just thinking, I was like, there's not that many times, like the 80s, I guess, is another time that we kind of associate, like the... The US in the 80s. Oh, it's fucked up place. It's a time we think about when you think about serial killers, and I mm-hmm. guess that's kind of when it was coined and stuff. And it seems like when when you get one, then it kind of like sparks spurs on this a bunch kind of, of yeah, others. spurs on a bunch of other fucked up people living in the shadows who get the kind of like courage almost to be like, oh, I could, I could do that. Exactly. Kind of he did, he did a murder. I'm gonna do a murder. Yeah. So there was the Thames torso killer which people believe could have been Jack the Ripper Mm -hmm. before. So this was like um, maybe a year before these murders. Yeah. And literally torsos were turning up in the Thames wrapped up. No head, like cut from here or something. Oh my God. So no neck, no arms, no legs. So absolutely no way to identify. No way to identify. And I don't think they ever did. Oh my God. 
quite a bunch of torsos turned up, but I couldn't find that much information. But people really do want to believe that it was him. Okay. But in my opinion, that's quite like an intense way to start your murder spree. Yeah. Like some of their organs were taken as well. We should put we should put a uh, warning before. Yeah, this. maybe we should put a warning before this episode. <laughs> but yeah, so people think it could be him linked to him. I don't think it was the same. I think there was just a rise in grisly crimes towards women because women were easy targets. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be incredibly like romantic to be like, oh yeah, there's one killer. It was Jack. He did the torsos. It he would did tie all the everything murders. in very nicely, but sometimes it was one guy. things are just not that easily explained. It was I not the same guy. I do get what you mean about like, yeah, again, it's hard to know whether somebody is like MO or whatever is chopping up women or whether at the time sex workers, yeah. women, people were less likely to be missed, noticed, like, you know, people wouldn't be picked up so exactly. easily. So are these just fucked up people who want to kill and it is, as you say, it's like easy, a, easy an easy target yeah, yeah. Yeah, to to go for somebody who they think they might not get in so much shit. It was so fucked up. Oh. Like, I mm, would not want horrendous. to live in the 18, late 1800s because... Ah, it was just grim, very, very grim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the red flag number four is alcoholism. Okay. Look at us being sober as well while we when we talk about it. Sponsored by Heineken. I wish zero percent. Yeah, Heineken. Please do. Yeah, please do. Heineken zero beers. That'd be so nice. So, I found some stats to back this all up, but as you, I guess you can assume. People drank a lot back then in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. People used to drink... Doug told me a fact about this. People used to drink, I think, people used to drink so much gin. Did you tell me about this gin thing? That people used to drink so much gin, they ended up in the bin? I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. It's true. It's true. Now it was like something to do with how gin was discovered in Victorian London mm. and people just started necking it. I don't know. I can't remember. It was you said this, Doug. You should remember. Did you, did you tell me about this? I am struggling to tell you what this is. <laughs> okay, okay. Was it safer than water back then? No. Yeah, maybe it was something like that. Maybe I don't. Well, maybe. maybe. I don't know. But people were drinking it like water. Like the consumption of gin was mental. It, it was wasn't, like litres and litres. That was a beer. And that was a long time ago. But I'm pretty sure there was water. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there definitely was water because they were bo- they learned to boil your water before you drink it. Yeah, because they used hot water in this. But essentially, people were drinking a fuck ton. It was so sad. Fifty five percent of children born would die before the age of five in the West End. <gasps> because of fetal alcohol syndrome. No, just it was horrible. Like oh, the conditions God. were fucked. And they drank too much whiskey. I'm joking. <laughs> the kids. Those damn kids. Those damn kids dying because they're drinking too much whiskey. No, um, just because there was no medicine. It was so cramped. Infections were everywhere. Diseases. Ugh. So a lot of women would be driven to drinking from the trauma of loss. Yeah. And a lot of them from the trauma of childbirth. Yeah. So a lot of... Which is very traumatic. Very traumatic, especially in the 1800s. Especially because... Uh, postpartum depression hadn't been discovered. It was only really kind of now been dis- like yeah. taken seriously. 
So these poor women, their men, their husbands go off to work, having a great time, smiley, smiley, nice, nice life. The women bodies are fucked from giving birth, probably in so much pain. Probably sleeping on a goddamn rope tonight. Sleeping on a rope. (laughs) (laughs) Or even if they're sleeping in a nice comfy bed. Just bad Emotional state. Mm. Like, just not healthy. And I know people like to say, oh, women are hysterical. They're not. They just have a lot going on, a lot to Mm -hmm. think about, a lot to deal with. The pressure of raising your children, the pressure of what you've been told you can do. Mm -hmm. Barely any jobs that women at that point can do. do. It's all about marrying right and then just, like, keeping your husband. Pisses me off. Yeah. So... Yeah, very uh, few choices for women. Few choices, and they're just trying to numb their pain. And then, so according to the Met Police, there were 62 brothels in Whitechapel mm-hmm. and over 1,200 sex workers. Blimey. I say sex, sex well, workers I say, I don't want to say prostitute. Yeah, agreed. Don't agreed. Like that word. I also say blimey, but... <laughs> blimey. Blimey. But I don't know whether that... That seems like loads. It is a fucking okay, shit loads. ton of people. Mm-hmm. If you think about... You got there were what eighty thousand, one thousand of that, all sex workers. All sex workers. That's an insane. Yeah, percentage. that's wild. That's wild. So, uh, these women were addicted and some to drinking. Of these brothels are probably better, more comfy, Than more the safe places to sleep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, you have to look a certain way to stay in those brothels. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have good skin. You have to keep your teeth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women were losing their teeth, especially from drinking, because yeah. they would. So what they would drink was, okay, methylated spirits mixed with sugar, hot water and lemon juice. And they would just drink that, keep them warm, and their teeth would just slowly completely Jesus. go. Methylated spirits, like, is that like what you wash, wash your paintbrushes in? Julian, could you Google what a methylated spirit is? Because I forgot to. Oh, wait, <laughs> I know as well. You set it on fire and put it underneath your fond... I'm sorry, this is the middle, most middle-class thing I've ever said. You set it on fire and you put it underneath your fondue machine. <laughs> That's what methylated spirits are. I swear. Are you serious? Yeah. I th- it's like a gel slash so liquid. So it, it fucked them right up Yeah, then. it's not good. It's a highly flammable chemical that I only know that you use to... Um, it probably keep a candle, gave them keep a brain fire damage. burning, basically. That's a recipe for brain damage. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and at that time, the main drunks you would see, all women. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't see that many male drunks. And a lot of them were mothers as well, yeah. especially. And they were treated like shit because they're like, oh, they've abandoned their families and their children. It's like, no, they're, they have they've an addiction. They've been driven to drinking methylated spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no one would offer them any help. They were looked down on, treated like bothers. It was just mm. a really fucked up situation for these poor women. Because, and a lot of them, like, had funny senses of humour and would try and see the bright side in things and have, like, a spark in them. Yeah. It's a general first person alcohol that isn't fit for drinking. Isn't fit for drinking. No. Denatured ethyl alcohol used as a fuel and a solvent. Yeah, a fuel. Oh, fucking hell, they were drinking So it's fuel. like a solvent as well, I guess. It's like bath salts. It's like, yeah. Oh, dog's pouring himself another glass of methylated spirits. Shh. We don't, <laughs> we don't drink that here. <laughs> That's not what's in your beer. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that definitely would have done some yeah, that damage in their brains. Yeah, that would have them up. That's horrendous. 
these then, poor women as well. I just, yeah, this all just feels like such a sad time to live in. Very sad. Very, very hard to make it funny. That's why we I have realized. to make it funny. Welcome to another episode. When I was researching this, I was just getting upset. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't yeah. thinking of any funny jokes to put in here. But that's why, you know, if this is too much for you, go listen to Coney last week. Coney's or, a laugh. Yeah. Titanic, a riot. Titanic, actually, kind of a riot. Yeah. Sad, obviously. All, all that sad. Things no, are always sad. sad it's but definitely sad. This particularly, I feel like the context, and we knew it was going to be serial we killer territory. We did. We did. It was going to be very, very sad. Yeah. But. It's just, I really feel for these women because now with all of the hindsight in mm-hmm. the world, you can see what what was happening to them, yeah. and what would have benefit like benefited them, and yet no one gave a flying fuck about how to help these people. They yeah. were just like, they're kind of funny to watch, and you know we'll hit them with our truncheons and make them go into their dos houses, and if they yeah. don't pay, they can go back on the streets, and then it's just a vicious cycle, rather than go. Maybe something else is happening, and that's There's why these women. There's a sociopolitical issue here as to why these women are all choosing a life that nobody would want to choose i'm not talking necessarily about sex work just in terms of general living homeless living homeless drinking methylated spirits yeah not the best of times no even though doug loves it even though doug loves it (laughs) sorry doug that's the gin thing yeah mother's ruin i've heard oh not not a joke just a fact not a fact, just a thing. Just a thing. <laughs> okay, mother's ruin. I think that was what. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, of, I was thinking. Of. Well, that 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 mother's ruin. I mean, a lot of these mothers were a little bit ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Um, <laughs> they were. They were. They were a little bit ruined. But again, as we've said, from things that like, you know, it's. It's like a long time of being oppressed and pushed down and trauma cycles. Yeah, they come round. So, red flag number five: needle in haystack. So many people. So many fucking people. So many people in Whitechapel. Yeah, maybe too many people. Yeah, in Whitechapel at the time. Um, so how on earth are they going to know? How are you going to fucking find one person in 80,000 in such a small enclosed area? Yeah. It's a very difficult concept to try and get your head around. So we have the canonical five. Okay. The murders that are most likely linked and done by the same person based on the evidence they had. So it was two slits in the throat, disemboweled. Like, he usually would take their um, bowels and put them up by her head. Mm. He would like to cut her boobs off, uh, like to take some of her um, their um, organs out, sometimes take them with him. Um, and then the last mm. murder he did, he really, really fucked her up. Like, is I'm not going to go into details. Okay. Um Nasty, Mostly though. because no one needs it, that imagery in their head, even if it happened over 120 years ago and it did happen to these women and that is powerful thing to happen to someone, even if you're off your tits on methylated spirits, maybe that would help numb it somewhat. And luckily a lot of, like, all of the, like, mutilating was after they'd already died. Okay. 
So it, w- so it wasn't... So he tended to slit a throat again. Apologies. We will put a trigger warning <laughs> at the beginning of this episode. But he tended to slit the throat and then would do all of his once she's, weird, once she's, horrible, But horrible he had stuff. enough knowledge to... So he would sort of choke her out, then slit her throat so the blood wasn't pumping as hard. Kind of okay, clever. So that's why potentially there were questions that... He had he, he had a lot of mm, knowledge, but I don't know if it's because of science or because he's done it a lot. Yeah, that's the the worry. So let's have the names of the women, yeah. the poor women who were killed. So you got Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. So these are the five we know who they are. We definitely know that mm-hmm. they they were probably killed by the same man mm-hmm. or woman. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the other day, it could have been a woman, because it seems very woman-hate. Yeah. And at the time, women were hated on. Imagine if you had that hate within yourself for yourself, and you would just go out, find a woman. Potentially. Has, they would go have, off... has have women been considered? I don't know. I don't know, because all the sightings that, that people had of Jack the Ripper, I'm putting quotations because we don't know if these sightings were actually him. Yeah. He was a short man. Okay. Five seven or so. Five seven to five ten ranging. Mm-hmm. Could have been a woman. Yeah. But I don't want to get I don't want to like make a new theory, but I was about to call him a short king and then I was like, not a king. A short <laughs> Jack the Ripper is not a short king. Short so evil, nasty guy. Oh we... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, it's fucking let's carry He's on. still going on about short let's king. Let's carry on, let's carry on. <laughs> so all these women had incredibly difficult lives. They were driven to the streets through trauma and misfortune. And even a lot of them had a good sense of humour. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was talking about her bonnet and how, of course, she's going to get her dust money. She's got her bonnet. Mm. Really sad. Um, and if you look at a map of where each victim was murdered, they're all relatively close together. So it makes sense that it would have been the same person. It could have been a commute. could yeah. be his like local area. So i got two more red flags for you. Uh, Sixth one, opportunity. Usually I give you way more words than one. I know. (laughs) Um, I am just going with the fact that, piecing together some of the stuff that we said earlier, lots of sex workers in this, in Whitechapel at the time, potential lots of access to then women on their own Mm -hmm. who would potentially not have been noticed so much to go missing exactly as women who were maybe not sex workers yeah they wouldn't be out at 1am yeah Mm. yeah out and about at night very good point exactly so there were so many people in these lodging houses and if they don't have their rent money they can't sleep there or lean there or sit there If they don't have those sweet yeah. pennies for the and rope lean. Yeah, they can't lean in that house, so they have to just wander the streets. So yeah. these women... And they're going to potentially have more chance finding a bed doing that. Exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're thinking, oh, okay, I'll just drink some more of my methylated spirit and I'll go see a couple guys, mm-hmm. get some more money, I'll get my money. Then I can finally sleep. Then I can go mm-hmm. lean or sleep. Yeah. Basically. Um... And so, but then often they would get their money and then spend it on some more alcohol, which, I mean, we all... Classic addiction trap, yeah. 
it's a very difficult thing to break, especially when you're in a place where it's like, does it fucking matter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the money and that's what I want right now. Yeah, I'm not exactly. even that tired. So I understand. So they would have this cycle in which it would get to like 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. They spent most of their money on alcohol and now it's getting late and they do really need to go to sleep. So they're taking more risks with okay. who they go to talk to. Often the women would approach men rather than vice versa. They wouldn't really have a man approach them. Okay. So it made them incredibly good targets for a psycho to be like, right, woman on her own, she'll go to a dark alley with me. I can kill her. Great. Um, <sighs> so they were out in the early hours, inebriated, looking for men. I I believe, as do a lot of people, that Jack was an opportunist. I don't mm. think that he planned these. I don't think he knew who he was going to kill before he did it. I think he came across someone, he had some knives on him, he was like, bingo. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I don't think he thought very far ahead. No. I think he just knew what he wanted to do, and then as soon as he saw an opportunity to do it, he'd be like, cool. He, I don't think he was Is there any evidence that it was like a weird sex thing? I don't think so. I no, don't think it, it was, was sex just related. A, it was just a weird, horrible murder thing. I think it was like hate. Hate, right? Hate. Like, hate. Um, hate. <laughs> I've written here, driven. maybe mm. he had mummy issues, or yeah. maybe he was just a raving lunatic who had a bunch of knives. <laughs> one or <laughs> one or other. Very potential options. Or both. That maybe. Can, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's potentially a thing. Um, yeah. It's just oh God. somehow a, a hatred for women. It does seem to be whether we were saying in it's a internalized misogynistic thing or potentially more likely that it's a. He that just it, yeah, yeah he was just horrible horrible man yeah something wrong something definitely wrong with him, and um, there was a there's a good Patricia Cornwell book. She's obsessed with Jack the Ripper. Is she the person who writes the stuff about the forensic pathologist? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. She's, she's written a whole book about him and she thinks she knows who did it. And I've forgotten the name of who she... I think it was called Walter Snicket. Now, that could be wrong. Well, we Julian, check. can you check, please? We'll if that's right, I'm a fucking genius. And you I remember... You truly are. That came out of your brain. It did. But it could be Lemony Snicket. I it could, could be, be Lemony Snicket. Unfortunate series of it's, events. It, you know, sorry... Lemony Snicket, we're not trying to say you're Jack the Ripper. Walter Snicket. Okay, last red flag. Portrait of the Killer. Portrait of the Killer. Fuck That's a book. Walter Snicket. It's got some scary pictures in it. It presents the theory that Walter Snicket looks sicker. Sicker. Oh, it's not Lemony Snicket. I read it like a uh, <laughs> typical ADHD person. British painter. You did say artist. Yes. Published in 2002. That's a good book. Intriguing. Okay, further reading for anybody who does really want to know the identity of Jack the Ripper. We're just looking at how did like Jack the Ripper come about in... and why it could potentially have been foreboding. Bad vibes. Yeah. Bad vibes Bad in vibes. that time. So, final one. He died in Bath. <gasps> Not in the bath. In Bath. Oh my God, in Bath, Somerset, where for... His soul's here. ...the podcast listeners who may not know... It's where we are. ...is the setting of Hindsight Detectives. Filmed on location in And then he's here! (gasps) And he's here! (laughs) Oh, Doug doesn't even know. Okay, right. Okay, last one. (laughs) So, this is where I get angry. I come up. I come up with what they should have done. This is just my angry feelings. But if they could have deployed 2,000 policemen for one riot, 
protest that turned mm. to a riot because they fucking turned up. Do you think they could have just gotten these 2,000 policemen, dressed them all as women, put them into the streets of Whitechapel, had them like Ooh. being all pretending to be drunk, running around, and then surely we could have catfished Jack the Ripper that way and caught found him, him with some backup on hand. Exactly. Men in dresses. We love this. And that's my that's what I think would have fixed it. What do you think? <laughs> Constable. <laughs> Imagine if this was real. Like a real new detective going, we should just dress everyone in the men in dresses. Yes? Get down to get down to next, sharpish. <laughs> next wouldn't have existed. Okay, anyway, sorry, I'm getting tired. Right. So <laughs> I'm not making any sense. What I think they should have done. A serious one or a silly one? Up to you. I, 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 do anyone want to find out? I think it would have been a good idea to... I mean, I do... I, I, I agree with what you're saying with the fact that there are two... I understand that, like, protests are have the potential for for dangerous situations, violent situations, when people are really het up and angry about something and mm -hmm. there's the potential... Um, but it doesn't sound like the focus was on protecting protesters. It sounds like the focus was on suppressing, suppressing. protesters. Like, shut up, shut yeah. up, shut up. Yeah. And so it feels as though, again, coming down to the government and the um, like leadership of London, like, they were focused on trying to shut the poor up and keep up appearances and, like protect the people in power mm -hmm. rather than focusing on the genuine safety of people of, of of people in london and obviously particularly women and women sex workers and so they just weren't motivated to put that kind of level of police force on looking for jack the ripper exactly they just were like it's yeah. fine they're like not, not not really kind of people anyway. they're not even real people kind of <laughs> the police said this is Fine. Yeah, the police said this is fine. This is the, yeah. It's I think basically totally... what the police said. The police said this is fine. That's how it looked. Yeah, it looked like the police just were like, oh, everyone just like... Shut up about shut it. Shut up about <laughs> it. Let's not talk about it. Let's move on. And then you could, you could almost think that maybe the newspapers were trying to bring it out more than the police. And that's what it did look like. Yeah. They were trying to get it in the news. They were trying to get people talking about it. I think they maybe probably made the Jack the Ripper letters. Yeah. But that yes, could have been trying to spur it on. Letters, I think that was but... to spur on the police and be like, are you even trying to like get this guy? Yeah, yeah. there's so much like that if you want to go and look like we will put like Meg's got loads of resources there yeah. like that I can see. We'll put lots of stuff in the show notes, but like there is a lot like there were these letters that were written in 100% yeah. that could have been a thing that it's kind of widely known that like at least some of them were hoax letters mm, yeah, yeah yeah so like yeah were people just being like what is going on like how can we try and inject a little bit of like life back into this investigation yeah. because a lot of women are dying in horrific horrible ways and it and didn't look like anyone was trying to do anything no honestly yeah agreed with you it just feels like it feels it smells like shoddy police it work it does smell like shoddy and we're the police and we're the fuck fuck we're the bad guys okay what could we have done <laughs> dress we them in dresses 
<laughs> so my point is, I really don't believe the police did all they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one hundred percent because I saw the victims as lesser beings. Yeah, for sure. I can easily draw parallels with the indigenous women going missing, being raped, being murdered yeah. in Alaska right now. Have you looked this up? No, that sounds horrendous. Indigenous women in Alaska are just fucking going missing, fully going missing, getting raped, being murdered. Fucking hell. And the police don't seem to be doing shit about it. I've, I'm going to link... because if you're a marginalised woman, then it is incredibly difficult. I think it's like mental, like, like 50% or something, 55% of missing women are indigenous or something. Like, it was a mental fact. Anyway, I have linked um, the website that I was reading about all of this and it was getting me upset. And I was like, this isn't about... this is Right now it's not about that. But I will be doing one on this because mm-hmm. it goes all the way to the top. All the way to the top, in my opinion. Oh, shit. Because Alaska's we big. We do an episode. I, we will do an episode okay. on that. But it feels very similar Police could era, be doing more. Different victim. I read yeah. a quote and uh, it was, I think it was someone from an indigenous tribe saying, we could shoot a moose, we could shoot like any wild animal and the, the activists will be there with their helicopters, their planes. They will mm-hmm. be looking into it. They will find the moose. They will do something. But when it comes to human lives, yeah. they don't give a flying fuck and they won't use those resources and they won't try and find these women. Yeah pisses me off yeah that's kind of what it feels like with with in terms of like protesting things that are happening in the in the broad daylight that look bad for london and for the police force and stuff compared to again loss of human life stuff they could have actually stuff, done yeah and they weren't doing yeah they did not try hard enough in my opinion mm-hmm. um so yeah i had a big problem with it they were like washing down the crime scenes they were Speaking about the victims in really nasty ways, they just didn't do enough, and he got away with it. And I think he got away with it because there was nobody trying to look for him, yeah, or like weren't really looking for him. He he was just able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. He wanted to do. And I know it was the late eighteen hundreds, but I I genuinely think there was more that they could have done. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, perp. Perp. Who do you think it is? It's us. It's us. Take us, take us away. Take us away. Take us away. Dump, dump us. Take us trash. away. We've really fucked up this time. We've fucked Gov. up. Do you know what? We should just get in the time machine. Fuck off back to 2000s because we would definitely get arrested if we were there. We've got to get out of here. <laughs> We've got to get out of here, mate. We've really <laughs> fucked this up. <laughs> it's always got to go, Aussie. But yeah. That I, it's a massive bummer. Not as funny as I thought it'd be. I really thought I could make Jack the Ripper funny. I instead I just got He's upset. He's got no funny mad. bones. There's no funny bones in Jack no. the Ripper. This Jack has but no a funny fascinating bones. episode, Meg. I it was a, a proper deep dive. Interesting. And, yeah, I learned a bunch of stuff that I yeah. did not know. But mostly about methylated spirits. <laughs> Because fuck, why were you drinking those? I know, Jesus Christ. Get the methylated spirits in. We're going out. <laughs> we should do a we should do an episode while drinking methylated, methylated spirits. spirits in solidarity wow, with the victims. Yeah, oh, the death level. Death level. Immediate. <laughs> oh, it would take me out so quick, so quick. I'd die so quick. Great. The sweet release. Sweet release. That's what it is. Oh.